0: At this point of the season for the Memphis Grizzlies, it's two types of fans that are out there. One of the type of fans, you're the ones that are ready to pack it in. You're looking at all the college basketball games, looking at all the NBA mock drafts, who the top recruits, who are the top you know players for the draft next year. And you're ready to just tank it away. The other type of fans, you're saying December 19th ain't here yet. John Moran ain't suited up and you're not giving up on this game. And matter of fact, you still think this team has a chance to make the playoffs until they are eliminated from contention. If that's you, if you're that type of fan, you think the Grizzlies got a chance to make the playoffs, this episode of Locked On Grizzlies for you, because we're going to talk about what has to happen coming up right here on Locked On Grizzlies. You are Locked On Grizzlies, your daily Memphis Grizzlies podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What's going on, everyone? And welcome back to Locked On, Chris. I am your host today, the Michael Cole beat writer for the Commercial Appeal right here in memphis tennessee want to thank you guys for tuning in each and every single day uh we're locked on grizzlies that can't do it without you guys and I always appreciate my everydayers, the people that are tuning in with us each and every day as always i appreciate your suggestions Uh, we always get a couple people you know that'll uh reach out to me reach out to joe Mullnex, who's getting a well-deserved day off and say things like hey Talk about this, or, or what's the latest on this? And you know, it's our job to find out, talk about it, and bring that to the show. So, appreciate you guys for helping us out with that. Uh, today's episode is brought to you by Game Time. Download the Game Time app, create an account, and use the code LOCKED ON NBA for $20 off your first purchase. Remember, you can get Locked On Grizzlies any and everywhere. That's Google Podcast, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, uh, wherever you listen, wherever you watch. Locked on Grizzlies is there. So make sure you're tuning in with us because we got a long way to go this season. The Grizzlies right now are 5 and 14, which means they played 19 games. And some people kind of packed it in already. Like I, you know, I pride myself on just trying to get the fervor of the entire fan base. And, and some people say that the hole is it's kind of already too big. But a lot more people, a lot of people are saying, you know what. Luke Kennard in a couple weeks, Marcus Smart in a couple weeks, Ja Morant in a couple weeks. On top of the identity that's kind of being created right now, the pieces that have been found in Vince Williams. You know, uh, it, Santi finding his role off the bench this year. The, the additions to, to Desmond Bain's game, playmaker as a scorer off the dribble. All of these and facets, and you add those guys to the equation: the Marcus smart Luke Canards, John Morantz of the world. Now you got Bismack Biombo kind of helping out at the in the center rotation. And some people are saying, Hold up, I'm not giving up on the Grizzlies yet. And to those people, I just want to make it clear that the idea that the Grizzlies could get into play in. Could make a playoff push is not too far-fetched. Beside them, besides the fact that they're five and fourteen, I'm going to lay this out really simple and very easy to understand because this is to so some people when you, you, the Grizzlies are five and fourteen, you probably think, it's "Well, yeah, whatever, DeMikel." They like they're going to have to go on some type of hot streak to make this happen. Yeah, they probably will have to. But what I'm basically about to explain to you is. They won't have to do anything that we haven't seen them do before. Let's start here. The Grizzlies, as I said, are 5-14 and 14 right now. 5-14 and 14 record. Uh, uh, one of the worst teams in the Western Conference by record. Uh, 14th in the West. Only team that's below them is the San Antonio Spurs. But if you look up, Golden State is currently the 11th seed, which is the last team that's out of the play-in. Only three games uh, ahead of the Grizzlies in the loss column. Five games, uh, I mean, three and a half games total ahead of them. Uh, Four games ahead of the Grizzlies right now is the Houston Rockets. Five games in the loss column, but four games ahead of the Grizzlies right now. So basically, the Rockets are the trail team right now. I, I highlighted the Warriors because I think the Warriors probably potentially when they figure some things out. They will potentially overtake the Rockets and they'll become the trail team, the team that the Grizzlies have to leap. Uh, the other teams that are, you know, in that range right now, the Clippers are nine and ten. And then it gets a little bit tough. Then you get teams like the Pelicans who are 12 and 10, the Suns who are 12-9. and nine. And for example, uh, the Pelicans right now are about five and a half games ahead of the Grizzlies. So we're gonna leave them out of that for right now. But uh as we get deeper into this, I got to give a shout out to my guy Parrish. Uh, most of you follow Paris, You know, he's he's over there at Grizzlies Bear Blues, uh, Paris Sharky, uh, Bluff City Media, excuse me. Uh, and he is he's great covering the Grizzlies. Uh, that's that's my guy. And he highlighted this is, is uh, basically as well as anyone I've seen kind of lay out the numbers. So I want to give Parrish a shout out on this as well. And I'm going to read one of his posts from X as I dive deeper into this here. Paris said. Um for the Grizzlies. Well, hold on. Let me backtrack first. I'm gonna read Parrish's tweet after uh I say this because the Grizzlies are five and fourteen, right? 19. Uh they got six games left without John Morant. Most people say, okay, you get two more wins. That's good. I'm greedy. I just can get three more wins in this stretch. Why not? Because seven wins seems like an ideal number. We'll get to uh, how Parrish laid it out. And I've seen a couple other people, you know, kind of well, but seven is an ideal number. If you get to eight. You can really shake some things up. You can really shake some things up and potentially make a playoff push. Let us explain. If you look at the Grizzlies schedule over these next six games, you got the Pistons. You got the Timberwolves, you got the Mavs, you got the Rockets twice, and then you got the Oklahoma City Thunder. So the Pistons game. We're going to talk more about that game in our next couple segments, but that's a game that you should win. That's a two-win team. So now you got to get two wins between you get the Mavs at home, you get two games against the Rockets, one on the road where Houston has been very good, and one at home in Dylan Brooks' first game in Memphis and the Rockets have been very bad on the road. So uh, out of those games, and then you go on the road to OKC right before Jokic's back. Out of those games, two of those games, you have really good chances of winning. At home against Houston, on the road against the Detroit Pistons. That should get you to seven. That's kind of the number that a lot of people kind of highlighted. I think you need to get to eight. Seven, really good number. Eight, you put yourself in a strong position to when Ja gets back, you can make a run. Uh, eight wins, that is. Now let's get into uh my guy Paris Sharkey's tweet. He said, take care of business at Detroit and steal and steal a couple games, and the Grizzlies can make it to seven and eighteen. And he said, to compare Ja's rookie year, the Grizzlies started six and sixteen and were 28 and 26 at the all-star break after going 22-10 and 10 when Jaw returned from a four-game back injury. Uh, he laid it out great. Another thing that I want to point out is if the Grizzlies get to eight wins, I think Joe Mullinax, uh, my co-host, has mentioned this as well. If the Grizzlies get to seven wins, all they have to do is play at a similar win percentage as last season. Basically, the in, in the simplest terms, if you think this team is comparable to last season when they're healthy, They'll get when they get job back, when they get uh Luke Kennard and Marcus Smart back, if they're comparable to last season's team, that means they should win at a similar win percentage. And if they do that, they will be in position to at least have one of the play in spots. Could they challenge for a top six seed? Possibly. But we're gonna play. Look, <laughs> you gotta you gotta dig oh, digging out of a hole right now. So let's just say play in. You, top 10 is the goal at this point. And I don't think that's too far-fetched if the Grizzlies are who many of us think they can be. Uh, Defensively, they're already turning the tide here. But we're seeing it over the last three games, uh, the the way the team is playing better defense. The offense is going to naturally improve when you put a lot more talent on the floor. When you take Desmond Main off the ball a little bit more, you put John Morant on the ball and have him in closing situations. And you have Luke Kennard, another shooter to add, you know, off the bench going with what Santi Aldama has kind of given you as a scorer off the bench as well. Uh, And you move Derrick Rose into, you know, a, a little bit lesser role where he can, be explosive as he wants, and he's playing 14 minutes, uh, I think that bodes well for the Grizzlies and their chances of winning. But I had to lay it out to you. For those who are saying, mm, this is already a lost season, it's not. You get the seven wins, which Parrish highlighted, which I think Joe Mullinex basically said if they get the seven and they maintain a comparable win percentage as last season. They'll be on pace with last year's last playing teams, you get eight wins. Now you're above that pace. And the last thing that I want to add is you get not only do you get a chance to get eight wins, but you got what three games left against the Houston Rockets, for example. That's a division, divisional opponent. Uh, again, that's one of the trail teams. You got a couple games left against Golden State, that's one of the trail teams. The point is, the Grizzlies kind of still, in a way, can control their destiny because there's going to be a lot of, you know, attrition in front of them, and and teams are going to lose. But the bad is, this is going to sound kind of wild when I say it, but you got to bear with me. The bad is the Grizzlies have one of the toughest remaining schedules left. That's what's going to make this hard. If you if you're you're saying hey, to Michael, you know. Uh, you, you're kind of pumping us up a little bit. Like, keep it real with us. I'm going to say, hey, well, guess what? You 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 want the hardest part of this? The hardest part is have the fifth remaining uh, toughest schedule in the NBA. Three more games against the Minnesota Timberwolves. A couple games against Orlando Magic uh, to highlight that. And then, of course, you know, you got to factor in the Lakers, the Clippers, the Sacramento Kings, who they haven't played yet. Tough games left for the Grizzlies. But I want to flip that around a little bit. You say, guess what? All those teams are teams who are in front of the Grizzlies. If you want to get in front of the Rockets, if you want to leapfrog the Warriors, guess what? Beat them. Beat them. That's the way to do it. You don't want to be, oh, okay, we won today. Now let's go see if the New Orleans Pelicans can knock off the Kings or let's go. You're not trying to do some scoreboard watching. Sure, you're going to have to do a little bit of it. But the point is, if the Grizzlies, get hot, play at a, you know, now they've played at a very high, you know, saying playing at uh, the win rate that they had the last couple seasons. Uh, That's not slight, especially with the Western Conference being as good as it is right now, still a very tough task. But uh, the goal of this front office was to improve this roster in the offseason. And if this roster is improved, that should be the standard. And if that's the standard, this team should at least qualify for a play in based on the history of where we've seen uh, the seeds and teams be ranked in the past. So, if you, you know, after listening to that, let me know what you guys think as well. Uh, the YouTube comments, hit me up on X below if you're watching on YouTube. That's at the Michael C. Uh, I really want to know what you guys think. Can the Grizzlies make a playoff push? Do you like, ah, oh, the Michael, I'm already packing it in? Just let me know. What are you guys thinking? But no matter what you're thinking, Uh, Just remember that today's episode, we got to talk to you about eBay Motors, because our partners at eBay Motors have teamed up with Locked On Fantasy Basketball host Josh Lloyd to bring you some of the best fantasy picks each week. And look, this is going to be all season long, so whether you're prepping for a daily draft or you're just scouting the waiver wire, which most of you should be doing at this point, because you should already have done your draft, but... Nevertheless, every week we're gonna provide you players that are guaranteed to fit your roster. Uh this week, let's see who Josh has picked out for us on this week's eBay's fit guaranteed fit fantasies pick of the week. And the guy that stands out to me is the guy that the Grizzlies are got to play against. And we're gonna talk about him more in our next segment. And that's Killian Hayes. Uh look, uh they the Grizzlies, I mean the Pistons have tried out this new starting lineup. Killian Hayes is back in the starting lineup. Defensively, he's making a stand. Offensively, he looks still. He brings strong assists and steal numbers. This is a guy you might want to have in your fantasy lineup. So go check him out as well. Josh Lloyd from from Locked On Fantasy Basketball is going to help you win your fantasy championship. And eBay Motors knows a championship team is about each player being a perfect pick. And guess what? It's the same with your vehicle out there. I remember my first car, and my my old 2000 Honda Accord, and I remember having to go on eBay and get that alternator for that car when it broke down to me when I was in college in Knoxville, Tennessee. And guess what? It didn't take me long. Uh, It's very affordable. And with over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you can make sure that your ride stays running smoothly. I'm talking about brake kits. LED headlights, roof rack bumpers, whatever you need. eBay Motor has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or you can just simply get your money back. And at these prices, man, look, you're burning rubber, not cash. So keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. eBay Guaranteed Fit is only available to U.S. customers. Eligible items only and exclusions do apply. I want to thank you guys for tuning in and Locked On Grizzlies in our next episode. We're going to break down this upcoming game between the Pistons and the Grizzlies. So stay tuned for that. Welcome back to Locked On Grizzlies, everyone. I am the Michael Cole beat writer for the Commercial Appeal right here in Memphis, Tennessee. I want to thank you guys for tuning in to Locked On Grizzlies on today. Uh, make sure you continue to tune in with us on Locked On Grizzlies. Again, like, comment, rate, subscribe. And you can find us everywhere, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, Stitcher, wherever you listen, wherever you watch, Locked on Grizzlies is there. So I appreciate you guys for always tuning in with us. And now we got to break down the upcoming game today against the Detroit Pistons. I know I said it earlier. This is a very winnable game. This is a game that the Grizzlies should win. I know like when I say the Grizzlies should win games. But, I mean, in this case, what am I really supposed to say? If if you if you don't think the Grizzlies should win this game or you think it's a jinx or someone saying that, I, I mean um the Grizzlies, that means you think the Grizzlies are are down bad, then then you want to uh leave out to believe. But nevertheless, I digress. Uh the the Detroit Pistons right now are easily the worst team in the NBA. They're two and eighteen. Uh they have lost 17 consecutive games, and uh it hasn't been pretty hasn't been pretty. Uh they are definitely in the league near the bottom of the league in several statistical categories. Uh point differential, they're 29th in the NBA. They're 29th in steals per game. They are seventh in rebounding, which we will talk about a little bit later. And they are 27th in points per game, where the Grizzlies are actually 29th in points per game. But so, hey, this might be the game to bet the under in terms of the points. But the way we're going to break this down is we're going to talk about the guards. And then we're going to talk about the bigs in the second segment, because at the end of the day, don't underestimate Detroit because this team has talent and in the front court and with the guards, in both cases, there are first round former first round picks who on any given night can, can leave you with a sad face. So I'm looking at this Pistons backcourt and what we've seen is a lot of Just a lot of figuring out that needs to happen right now. And in their last game, I think Martin Williams, uh, the the Pistons head coach, went to this three-guard lineup. First time they've done this, I think. And uh, they started uh, at point guard. They started Jaden Ivey, who uh, most of you Grizzlies fans will remember is uh, the son of Neil Ivey, who was a former Grizzlies assistant coach. Uh, And then he also started Cade Cunningham, who's – very good playing on the ball, solid off the ball as well. But they started these three guys who probably on most teams would all be point guards. And it kind of worked for them. They played the Cleveland Cavaliers, lost that game 110 to 101. They were very competitive. And uh, it's a it's a sneaky thing. I, I, I talked to uh, someone who covers the Pistons out there who's basically telling me that that it brought cohesion to the team, and it kind of was working out for them. So this three-guard lineup, uh, it's going to be interesting to watch. I think from the Grizzlies' standpoint, uh, how do you attack it, is the one guy that you've got to keep your eye on is Cade Cunningham. Uh, he is one of the better young players in the NBA, in my opinion. I've watched Cade Cunningham since he was at Oklahoma State. He's smooth. Uh, he's a big guard. Uh, and, and, you know, he's 6'6, 220 pounds this year for the piss. He's averaging 22 points over seven assists uh per game. So, uh, he, he's playing really good basketball, uh, for them as well. And then the other two guys are Jay Navi, who, if you follow Jay Navi, you remember at the NBA draft process, uh, the player, when he was drafted a couple years ago, when Jay Ivy, uh, was in that draft, he was compared to none other. Than Ja Morant because of his explosiveness, because of his ability to get to the rim. Uh, this season, he's playing off the ball a little bit more last season because, you know, Kate Cunningham was hurt last year, averaging over 11 and a half points per game. But here's what you need to know about him. The three-point shooting has always been, you know, can he become a better shooter? Right now, shooting around 34.7% on three-pointers, around 49% from the field, which is a big improvement. I think he shot 41% last year. So he is a dynamic guard, capable of finishing very well around the rim. And then there's Killian Hayes, who is the third guy. Killian Hayes is a little bit different from those guys. Yes, he can he can rack in the assist and things like that, but this is the guy who's probably going to be guarding Desmond Bank. 6'5". Uh, extremely long arms, uh, a very solid defender. I mean, average has averaged over a over one steal per game each of his NBA seasons. So far this year, nine and a half points, uh, four assists per game. We're talking about three-point percentage. This is a guy who's a career 28% three-point shooter. This year, 32.1% on about one make per game. So not really the biggest threat overall. Uh, Kay Cunningham is the guy, you know, and I think that because of a guy who we'll talk about in the next segment, okay Kate Cunningham is a guy that we have, that you have to watch. Uh I think that the Grizzlies overall when you stack up the, the backcourts, uh we talk about Derrick Rose, Desmond Bain, uh and 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 whatnot. I think the Grizzlies still have The slight advantage here, Derrick Rose has done a great job when he's in the lineup of pushing the tempo, pushing the pace. Uh, Taylor Jenkins has said this team has to be good in transition in order for the Grizzlies offense to be at its best. Derrick Rose has done a great job of helping out in that area. We know what Desmond Bain is going to do when he's in the lineup. So because of those reasons alone, I still think the Grizzlies have the slight advantage here. But don't sleep on those guys because all of them are former first round picks. They've all shown signs of being really good in this league, especially Kay Cunningham, shown All-Star level type signs. But now we got to go to the next segment. and We're going to talk about the front court battle because I think this is the one that's going to determine the game. The, the, the back court stuff—that's the flash and that's all the, the gloomy and the, you know all that stuff. But the front court is going to make or break who wins this game. So we're going to talk about that next coming up on. On Grizzlies, but before we talk about that on this on this episode, we gotta talk about game time because look, here's the thing about game time: you need to go download the game time app today and use the and use the code locked on NBA for twenty dollars off. Again, download download game time, and, and and this is why you need to go get the game time because look, I've had the experiences myself. You you, you talk about you know all these experiences with with tickets and things like that. Game time is giving you the best experience if you want to go to a concert, if you want to go to a basketball game, game time, last-minute tickets, flash deals, zone deals, easy to find and buy tickets for every kind of event in your arena. And guess what? Game time also is the lowest price guaranteed, and they give you the best view from all seats in the venue. Uh, you want to be up high in the 200 levels? Guess what? Game time can show you exactly what your view will look like. You want to go down to the 100 levels. If you want to go down even lower than that, if you want to go to a basketball game, so I want to sit courtside. I want to sit in the floor seats. Game time has seat views. From every level, they can get the lowest price guaranteed, event cancellation protection, and job loss protection as well. You lose your job while you just book some big concert or something. Game time will have you covered. Look, man, here's the thing. Take the guesswork out of buying tickets with game time. Download the game time app right now. Just go create an account. Use the code LOCKEDONNBA for $20 off. Coming up next on Locked On Grizzlies, we got to talk about the front courts, the big boys. Who's going to win the battle? Let's talk about it next on Locked On Grizzlies. Welcome back to Locked On Grizzlies, everyone. I am DeMichael Cole, beat writer for the Commercial Appeal right here in Memphis, Tennessee. Thank you guys for tuning in with me on today's episode of Locked On Grizzlies. Joe Mullenack's getting a well deserved day off. Uh, he does a lot of great work for us here unlocked on, on Grizzlies and he's gonna be with you after the game for tomorrow's episode. So make sure you tune in uh for that as well. But we just broke down the backcourt for those who just tuned in. We've also talked about the grizzlies path to the playoffs. And a big part of that path to the playoffs is winning this game. This is a game where I said hey if the grizzlies want to get to eight wins because I'm I'm you know that makes me more comfortable with the idea. You get to seven, you better be really good. You got really, you really got no room for error at that point. But this is the this is the this is the game where the Grizzlies will be favorite no matter what. They might not be favorite even when they play Houston at home. Still probably won't be favorites in that game uh before Ja gets back. But this is the game they're certainly gonna be favorites, and you gotta win. How will they win that game? win this game against the Pistons it's gonna come down to the front courts, man it's gonna come down to the front courts. uh one guy that I'm gonna spotlight right off the jump is a guy that the Pistons haven't really had yet that's Bojan Bogdanovic tell you about Bojan Bogdanovic most of you remember him. you may remember him from that Utah Jazz Grizzly series a couple years ago uh he is electric he's a great shooter he played one game this season, limited minutes. I think he was missing uh, the beginning of the regular season due to a calf injury, bona fide score, and he changes things. Some some people, I, I talked to some people out there in, in, in uh, Detroit, and I was asking, I was like, well, you know, why won't they just kind of tear this thing down from with the veterans and stuff? They said, well, basically the feeling out there is they haven't seen these young guys play with Bob Donovich yet. And how he can help out a Cade Cunningham, how he can help out a Javon Nye, how he can help out a Killian Hayes. And they and that's going to allow them to do what they need to do going forward. So how does that uh, factor into this game? Uh, the Grizzlies got to keep eyes on him. I, I think he's going to be the one guy you know. Uh, think Malcolm Brogdon with the Blazers in those games. Like, you, you got all these young guys, or Jeremy Grant uh, for that case, and you got that one guy who's been there and done that. That's him in this lineup. Moving on uh, in the front court, what the battle is really going to come down to is the Grizzlies got to contain a guy who played in Memphis for a year, played with the Tigers, and that's Jalen Duren. If you've been watching Jalen Duren at this point of his NBA career, you know that this guy plays grown man basketball. I I remember uh, when I was in Philly, when he was kind of coming up, and he kind of got Dwight Howard comparisons when he was in high school. You know, and I mean he was dumb But he got he played a season at Memphis, became first round pick, and he's done nothing but very but basically validate, you know, that I know a lot of people in Memphis wanted him. I remember when me and uh Sean Coleman were here on Locked On Grizzlies talking about, you know, Jalen Dern as a possible pick for the Grizzlies. Man, that phew, that would have been great to have at this time. But anyways, not to get on that point. Uh, he's averaging 12.2 points, 11 rebounds a game for the Detroit Pistons again. I said they're one of the top rebounding teams in the NBA. This guy is simply the reason why. Uh, this is going to be a tough match for Bismack Biyombo, but this is a match uh, where I'm interested to see how the Grizzlies kind of uh, maintain. Again, Pistons seventh in rebound. The Grizzlies are 22nd in rebounding so a noticeable difference about three rebounds per game but still Bismack Biambo I think he's done a great job against any center that's been put in front of him Uh, he's been solid I think that's going to be a matchup that really kind of dictates who has the advantage Xavier Tillman you know him being back healthy that's another body that you can throw you know into that center rotation then you got Santi and Jaron Jackson Jr. who should win their matchups as well uh there's the other guy uh in the front court that I haven't talked about much for the Pistons and that's Azar Thompson their rookie who's kind of been a star up to this point but I, uh, he hasn't been in the starting lineup especially in the last game I mentioned they went to the three uh guards and Azar Thomas was a guy that's kind of been uh you know uh downgraded to a bench role and I was talking to someone out there and who's like he just isn't making open shots right now so uh for why that matters is We know if you watch the Grizzlies, one thing that Taylor Jenkins likes to do on the defensive end is he's going to find that one guy, that one guy who really isn't a good shooter, and he's going to say, that's the guy we want to put Jaron Jackson Jr. on. Jaron's going to sag off of that guy, which allows him to play, you know, to help others as they come to the rim and things like that. And that's really been one of the areas and why Jaron has been dominant, you know, defensively with the blocks. Uh, why the Grizzlies have been one of the best rim protecting teams in the NBA, uh, for reasons like that. So, uh, Azar Thompson's probably not going to start this game, but when he's in the game alongside when Jaron Jackson Jr. is in the game, I'm expecting the Grizzlies to match Jaron up against him, sag him off, say, Hey, he's only made seven of his what last 30 something three pointers. Uh, so let him shoot if he makes it, make another one, if he makes a couple. Okay, I might step up a little bit, but make a third one. He make a third one. all right, game plan off. Like we got to guard this guy. It's that simple to me. But at the end of the day, this is a very wonderful game for the Memphis Grizzlies. Uh, it's again should win. Uh, the Grizzlies have a notable advantages in this game, even down down uh, some bodies here. Uh, I'm looking forward to seeing guys like Vince Williams. You know, guard K Cunningham, Derrick Rose playing against his former team. Uh, What what type of juice will he come out there with? You know, he missed the last game, but he was a big part of the previous two wins before that. What type of energy will Derrick Rose have? A lot of that is going to determine who wins this next game. Locked On has lunch. The first ever National Sports 24-7 streaming channel on YouTube. Locked On Sports today is the name of it, and it's here for you 24-7 covering the top sports stories of the day with the local experts on Locked On, plus our national shows covering every league. Go to Locked On Sports Today on YouTube and subscribe to the first-ever national sports 24-7 streaming channel, so make sure you go check that out here at Locked On Locked On Sports Today, first-ever 24-7 sports training s- streaming channel on YouTube. Want to thank you guys for tuning in to Locked On Grizzlies with me today. We tried to break down the Pristis, broke them down in bunches today. Talked about the guards, uh, three dynamic guards in different ways. Killian Hayes is the defensive minded one. Jaden Hivey is explosive, and Caden Cunningham is the star. Then you got the front court pieces, Isaiah Stewart. We didn't talk much about him, but. This one you got to watch a little bit. Uh, Jalen uh Bogdanovich. Those are the big two of me. But uh, overall, a lot of pieces over there. But the Grizzlies got some weapons, too, as you've seen. Uh, and the Grizzlies are starting to settle into a nice rotation here. I was talking to J- Jaron Jackson Jr. after practice on yesterday, and he basically said the Grizzlies are having better practices now, which I know is news to some of you. Uh, the Grizzlies are having better practices. Uh, they're communicating. And we're seeing results right now. So we're going to see if we continue to see those results since things continue to trend well uh, for the Grizzlies. A chance on today to make it three out of four after the ugly start this season. So we'll see what happens. But remember, Locked on Grizzlies is free and available wherever you get your podcast. And until next time, I'm the Michael Cole, and we'll see you on Locked on Grizzlies.